0: This is your Drive Time News Blast, 30 minutes jam-packed with up-to-the-minute news from a perspective of truth, liberty, and justice every weekday. This is Monica Perez.
1: And I'm Brad Binkley.
0: Today's top story, the impeachment's back on track. Thank goodness.
1: I've been having cravings, (laughs) withdrawal (laughs) from impeachment.
0: It's like the summer break of your favorite TV show.
1: You just can't wait till it gets back.
0: They took their Christmas break. It was probably all about the senator's vacation anyway.
1: Yeah, we can have one of those specials where they all go to the beach uh, over the summer special. and They fall in love with each other.
0: Beach volleyball over impeachment. There you go. Have a lot of drama, a lot of soap opera-y drama. Somebody has like a love child in the background. You're my father. You're (laughs) you're the oldest
1: parents in the world.
0: (laughs) They are really gruesome, aren't they? All right, so... So it ends up that Mitch McConnell could not conjure, even if he wanted to, according to the official story, 51 votes to just dismiss this out of hand. So they ha- it has to go to a trial, even though he should be able to if there weren't GOP defectors. But there are GOP defectors. I consider it to be foreshadowing of real drama. But, like, 20 Republicans would have to vote with the Democrats and the two independents in order to actually impeach Trump, like, convict him. But they're going to try to make it interesting. The, the defectors are – Romney, like ha- – Mitt romney is a senator right now like how did that happen that kind of slipped in there right
1: yeah it is it's a little odd I,
0: I mean i i have i heard rumors of it but i'm just like wait he's actually a sitting senator right now
1: but he stays just quiet like, though it's like a he's part-time
0: job for him yeah <laughs> i feel like he's a temp
1: <laughs> he's a temp senator
0: <laughs> speaking of temp senator kelly loffler is definitely gonna fill that role the georgia senator i, th- oh, I imagine yes. she'll be a defector but the ones who are defecting on the question of whether there should be a dismissal whether there should be witnesses called so the democrats want witnesses called and the republicans basically generally speaking do not the people who do not fall along those party lines are mitt romney susan collins from maine murkowski uh is she from alaska i think Gardner from Colorado, Alexander from Texas, and Rand Paul from Kentucky. I'm just saying these are names that have popped up as being not rank, you know, not strictly in lockstep with the other guys. But Rand Paul said if they insist on calling witnesses, he's going to insist that one of them be Hunter Biden. So course, yeah. there's going to be some drama. That'll be a great episode. We'll have to watch that live mm-hmm. and not just on the uh, YouTube rerun. Anyway, so the trial is supposed to start on Tuesday, next Tuesday, a week from today.
1: One week from today it's starting. I'm getting – I was
0: just (laughs) thinking about
1: that, how excited I am. I wish it was next week already.
0: (laughs) yep well that's it well you know what though you know what's great is that tonight you can watch the democrat debate so in case you did not have enough political wrangling along party lines you can see six of your favorite non-intersectional democrats Steve. battling it out
1: six of your favorite elderly billionaires <laughs> elderly white billionaires
0: well they're some of them are just millionaires come on
1: that's yeah, true those, those, those poor broke it's, Bill- so millionaires.
0: The, the freeloading. The freeload aren't they the freeloading millionaire billionaires? Isn't that what Elizabeth Warren Yeah, they're Is on the welfare, I think. Billionaires? <laughs> well, they might be on corporate welfare, I'll give you that. So it's uh, Bernie Sanders, Elizabeth Warren, <clears throat> Joe Biden, Booty Gig, whose name I cannot any longer pronounce. Like Mayor Pete, I can't I don't I don't I never could pronounce it, but now that I've got booty gig in my head, I can't. I have to just call him Mayor Pete. What did it
1: say in my text that I sent you the other day I was told oh that you're automata
0: at a butt butt buddy or something yeah it was
1: something weird like <laughs> I typed boot I spelled Name. it correctly yeah at the beginning and of the it. sentence
0: butt boy Yes, it was like Butt, butt boy. boy or
1: something like and that.
0: And they know those names. Like they – they, those names are in your – I know. I think Siri has spelled that kind of thing correctly for me before. The
1: first time that I, I typed it twice in that sentence, the first time I typed it, it anticipated the right spelling, and it did it. Then the second time, it starts throwing this –
0: Maybe you've typed out butt boy enough times that it just— got to stop
1: it. typing out butt boy on <laughs> my phone.
0: I mean, that's the thing about the autocorrect. It kind of outs you for the stuff that you've been saying.
1: Yeah, well, I think they might be throwing a few things <laughs> that people aren't typing in there as well. Yeah, I
0: think so, too. Like when Tinder throws out a transsexual. What is that? <laughs> it's true, right?
1: Yes, they do that. I know, I
0: know, I know. I don't know why. I think they just don't want to be prejudiced. Not to go too off
1: tra- track, but there Absolutely. are interactive right. games, role playing games, apps where you can like be a character and save by the bell and other stuff like that. And in one of the games, save by the bell, they keep they keep prompting you to tr- to be gay. Do you want to go out with Kelly, Jesse, or Bill? Oh,
0: funny. I I think those Jumanji movies are about gender bending. I love them. Oh yeah, but like the males and the females, yeah, yeah, swap bodies. So Klobuchar and Steyer are also up there. I have no idea who Steyer is. I think you've told me that he's a supporter of Abrams. Is that correct? Is he the one?
1: He was promoting a bunch of Abrams positions, and he did donate a lot of money to Abrams' governor campaign, and he lied about it. And yes, they they wouldn't mention it. Yeah, Yeah. and I found his name in the in her documents, and he's been promoting impeachment for. A couple hey, of years. maybe, maybe he's
0: placeholding for her. Maybe they're – maybe that – you know, we're waiting for Abrams to pop up. They're certainly short of intersectionality. Yeah. So I don't know. Oh, and by the way, Bernie Sanders and Elizabeth Warren are having a cage match right now. They
1: are. I think <laughs> – I love this story. <laughs> Bernie Sanders, they – they've been buddies because they've been promoting the same policies, but now Elizabeth Warren's camp has come out and said that – Bernie Sanders told her that a woman can't win at a meeting they had, I believe, last year, and Elizabeth Warren verifies it. She says she thinks uh, one can win, and or he thinks one he doesn't think one can win, and she does. And he says that he never said that. And I want to read to you his response because Bernie Sanders does the thing that every single uh, liberal, when they're backed into a corner, does. Here's his response. Um. Sanders denied the characterza- characterization of the meeting in a statement to CNN. He said, it's ludicrous to believe that at the same meeting where Elizabeth Warren told me she was going to run for president that I would tell her that a woman couldn't win. It's sad that three weeks before the Iowa caucus and a year, before, a year after the, pr- that private conversation, staff who were not in the room are lying about what happened. What I did say that night was that Donald Trump is sexist racist, and a liar who would weaponize whatever he could. Do I believe a woman can win in 2020? Of course I could. So he goes straight no, to the— No, but
0: did you know what the last half Hillary of that Hillary Clinton yes. beat Donald did. Trump
1: by three million votes yes. in
0: 2016. Yes. So he
1: hits those talking points. Yes, it's like I, I noticed th- that. did you kill that person? Donald Trump's a racist. He shot him
0: down in the middle of Times Square, and nobody yeah. can't. So that's the thing, though, it gave him an opportunity— to say all that stuff. It's so uh, implausible that a socialist from Vermont, lifelong politician who could not connect actual thoughts with what comes out of his mouth anyway, like knows not to say something like that. I mean, I I, I think I just I, I can't I think imagine, the con- I think it's lacking. Context. And it's a stupid thing to say. I think he probably said it. I, and- I think he's like a Jewish socialist from Vermont. Like those are all things that, quote, couldn't win. I think he probably
1: said it, and I think they're taking it out of context. I think that maybe at but that but time, what could
0: he have meant? Does he really think that? Do you think no, that I Michelle don't, Obama could win?
1: I don't think at the, I don't Oprah know what Winfrey he thinks could win, but I think that someone who looks at a situation such as this and says, "Maybe I want a wom- woman to be a president. I think a woman would be a great president," but I think in this current environment that a woman won't be able to win.
0: But I, that's just it doesn't even make sense because Michelle Obama or Oprah Winfrey could win.
1: Maybe, but history maybe. would be on could. his side. Could. I think they could too. I think Michelle Obama could win yeah, also. But I don't it think it's doesn't an, make sense. I don't think it's an invalid or sexist position if someone were to say I just – I assess what's going on, and it's my belief that it's going to be better – that a man would have a better chance of winning. I'm not saying that that's accurate, but I don't think that's necessarily a sexist
0: statement. Well, just saying – I'm not saying that it's sexist. I'm just stating a fact is sexist. You know what I mean? That's portrayed as sexist in itself. Like you're never allowed to say that.
1: Exactly. Yeah.
0: Which is why he would not say something like that. But I just don't think it's a valid point. It's not even a good point in my opinion.
1: I'm sure there's some context we're missing.
0: (laughs) Yes. 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 The art of ambiguity strikes again. So, oh, I have to say that I will be drinking the debate with the Lions of Liberty tonight. So, if you're oh, a fun. patron of the Lions of Liberty, you get to listen to that live. But if you're merely a fan or a fan of this show, they'll publish it in a couple of days. So, I, I've do, never take- been on the I've never been on the air under the alcofluence of alcohol. So, oh, we'll interesting. See how that yeah. works? You should yeah. take a shot so- every,
1: every time a white person interrupts a white person. You should take a shot. <laughs>
0: I it's, I don't – it's not going to be on Is – we're not going to be on during the debate. It'll be right after a little post-debate recap. But I will, because I'll be watching the debate in real time, which a lot of times I don't, I will be tweeting the debate. So if you want to tweet with me tonight, it would be the only reason – please keep me company because I'm sure not one person listening to this is going to watch the debate except for to make fun of it anyway. So I mean, let's, that was let's do that.
1: Some really – Exciting personalities, you name that are going to be in that I debate know. too.
0: Well, they'll have to ratchet up the histrionics to make it at all engaging, right? They're have because to do they're something. so boring.
1: Yeah. So, uh, I want to say one thing about the the debate and the dem everything that's going on. Really, the hearings, everything. I've noticed on Fox News, they've been doing this segment where they bring down the gambling stuff. Just like it's college football. If you hear a drilling noise behind me, that's because there's drilling going on behind me. So, Are you kidding me? Uh, did, did you hear the noise?
0: I heard, I heard something, and I was checking my connection. No,
1: that, no, that's me. A little bit of drilling is going on, and it should only last shortly. <laughs> you see, podcasting always happens in the middle of construction zones. So.
0: Well, they're actually trying to upgrade your internet. They
1: right? are trying to upgrade my internet right now.
0: So there's an upside. So
1: Fox is doing... These – okay, who would you bet on that's going to testify? Would you bet on this person, that person, this person? How much would you bet? Who would you bet on who's going to win this debate? So what they're doing is what Predicted – I've told you about Predicted before, which is sponsored by all the major networks. Predict it is the online political gambling website. I yes, think somebody
0: yelled at me for betting fifty bucks on Stacey Abrams.
1: Every single thing that they talk about, what's going to happen? Who's going to testify? There's a Will Bolton testify. What are the odds? This is turning into a major gambling operation, just like any other sport is.
0: Interesting. It's being promoted too, and it's so, it's so, like adversarial, gratuitously yes. adversarial, and without content. It really is just like a contest of nothing, a contest of a of a donkey versus an elephant. Absolutely,
1: <laughs> who would win?
0: Like Bolton, for
1: example, I I am I think now that Bolton, if there are te- if there are witnesses for impeachment, I think Bolton might testify because they did. Oh a, yeah, they did I a would poll, so, right? And sixty six percent of the people in the poll want him to testify, and. I think that I think the poll in and of itself. If they do enough polls and they find that the public wants to see that that person on the next episode, that person is yeah. going to be on the next episode. Yeah,
0: I would think that. I mean, he would be the the reason they're even talking about it is that they're building up the desire to see him, exactly. so that they can have a good episode, yeah. and it'll be like a whole like a week before, during, and after. Yeah, it'll dominate the the uh, script. Th-
1: they need a new character that can put some life into this thing.
0: You know who is a lively new character that entered the political scene inadvertently last night? Who's that? Vince Vaughn.
1: Oh, right. Oh, my God. He shook President's hand, cut his hand off.
0: I know. There's there's a narrative. It's so twisted. So Vince Vaughn was probably in that suite. Trump was in a suite, and it looked like Vince Vaughn was in that suite because you don't just walk into a suite. So – he shook his hand, said hello, whatever. They talked for a second, and then the internet went crazy. They're trying to hate on Vince Vaughn. and then I saw a Vox article that said, Fox News is trying to make it look like people are hating on Vince Vaughn for talking to President Trump. So like there it's it's the trilectic. it's just it's just going like, taking it to another level and I but Vince Vaughn's a libertarian. so yeah,
1: he's pro-gun. Yes,
0: yeah. well. He's more than just, right? I mean, he's a libertarian, but. Yeah, yeah. That's great. Yeah. Pro gun rights, let's say.
1: No, he, he loves guns. the Joker is pro guns. Yeah, yeah too, the right? Joker's pro guns, <laughs> too. I guess that's true.
0: <laughs> so I was happy for Vince Vaughn. And like, who could not. I mean, that's what's so ridiculous. It's like, how could you not just have the courtesy? And it is cool. Like, the office itself is cool.
1: The office.
0: The, the office Presidency. of president, yeah. I mean you've right. got to shake his hand, and he's just hes just an actor like Vince Vaughn.
1: Everybody on CNN who has gone to one of the the meetings with – Van Jones was working with Trump on yeah. the, the crime stuff. He shook his hand. Is oh, everybody outraged about okay him?
0: Because he was using him yeah, for his Because he really benefit. hates him, yeah. He's squeezing it's really just tight. It's like that Spike Lee McCain thing. It's like go. they were yucking it up. I mean, they're, it's, it's all a show. But Vince Vaughn isn't a political guy, and he should, of course. Like, it's so cool. Yeah. Super cool. Wrestling yeah. star like Trump.
1: I think that people think that if you're supposed to stand up to Trump and say something, tell him off when you see him. I think that's what people it is- think.
0: You know, it's impossible for me to take it seriously, right? Like yeah. when people are just like, go Trump, like my mom, he, he loves this country and this thing, that, that Iranian guy, he was just evil. I could tell by looking at him like, Ugh. but whatever. But the, the fact is that they act like they act like we're all, where there are two huge families. There's the Democrat <laughs> family yeah. and the Republican family, yeah. you know, and like, this is your dad. And he really cares about you, and sometimes you disagree, but he's the wise one, whatever. And it's like, no, they are completely – they are so have so much more in common with each other, and they're working so much towards the same goals. They just use us for our consent. Yeah. So uh, you saw the Burisma thing, right?
1: Uh, yeah, the hacking into Burisma.
0: It was a silly article in the Wall Street Journal that said – that this company, Area 1, looked into has found that Burisma's servers were hacked by the former GRU from Russia it's in been indicted. this past November.
1: They've already been indicted. They were the ones that ha- allegedly hacked into the Democrat convention, Hillary Clinton's. They're the ones that were indicted that never showed up. And they're doing it
0: again! Wow. And, and how did this company... Figure that out. Do they have access to Burisma servers? How do they? How do you do that?
1: Well, they did publish a report. The guy who's their spokesperson is a former NSA spy, kind of similar to the group that investigated the previous hack. A lot of similarities here, and this company actually has been given access back in back in July. The United States Federal Elections Commission gave this company, they're called Area One, permission to offer its services to candidates of federal – candidates for federal office and political committees at the same low rate that it charges nonprofits. So I think that's probably how they ended up investigating this company, and I don't know how they got access to their servers. Do you?
0: I don't know. I know that they have this weird – like that deal they have with the FEC is uh, against the rules. They're not allowed to actually have that deal, but they were given – Certain permissions, and then when you dig into who's actually running this company, that Orrin Falkowitz you're yep. talking about, it doesn't surprise me that they're the only ones allowed to have access to the campaigns of presidential contenders. Right.
1: And he was describing what they use, at the hackers, what the hackers used. It was – again, it was a phishing attack just like 2016 where they lure a target to a fake website or something that resembles one similar to them. And then the victim unwittingly puts their password and stuff in there like Podesta did. And when he was describing it, he said, oh, the hackers did what we used to do when I worked at the NSA. So it was, you know, breaking into people's servers and stuff. So he's just – Talking about how what he used to do, very similar. And
0: this company, Area One, is all about fishing. That's all they do, uh-huh. really. And they happen to find that. How did they happen to look there? And I mean, and the article in the Wall Street Journal was very short. So I was like, why isn't this getting? So I don't think there's much meat to those bones. And then this guy is a former NSA hacker. He also worked for U.S. Cyber Command. His partner, Blake Darche, (laughs) also at the NSA. He built CrowdStrike from the ground up. Really? His partner. Yes. Interesting. Yes. And then, so I was like, wow, oh my gosh, wow. So I was like investigating all these guys. And then a Gateway Pundit article pops up today. So this is something that was in the journal today, which means it basically emerged yesterday or last night. It was already in the Gateway Pundit. Oh it's the deep state cuz this guy's a crowd strike guy so there's definitely that yes element but mark lange or lang l a n g e which is another one of their partners was a speechwriter for bush interesting for bush the first interesting and also worked for kkr and was for the works of the us treasury so to think this is like the anti republican deep state you have to dig a little deeper to find that it's just the deep state
1: <laughs> yeah it's just, right, it's just the big, just overarching the, the, right. deep state. The one that you talked about before everybody else started. The talking one that killed JFK, hey, not yeah. the
0: one that Obama holdovers over are state. telling Iran how to how to trump Trump. Yeah. How to out Trump Trump? That I they're actually conspiring. Who are they going to arrest for treason? That was an article yesterday that the Obama <laughs> ex Obama people are advising Iran on how to counter American foreign policy. Yeah. Ridiculous.
1: So I'm wondering if this is going to be that final connection ultimately because we've always known that the whole Biden-Ukraine thing, Trump thing, asking Ukraine, trying to force them to, quote, interfere and meddle with a, a political rival. We always knew that was going to get back to Russia. It's, that was going to be a Russia right. thing. This is, I wonder if this is going to be the ultimate tie-in Were they because we know Russia is going to be the ultimate demon along with Iran and This is probably going to be another one of those presumed truths. It's never really proven to show that Russia is the ultimate evil.
0: I think it's always going to be Russia. I think it. That's why, like the Ukrainian jet crash in Iran, I thought that was going to tie in Russia, but actually, I think it just—it's just that Canada and Ukraine are people who will governments who will not counter our narrative no matter how preposterous it is which apparently also applies to the iranian government because this story is so preposterous and they're owning this craziness that this bellingcat video that's bringing their governments to its knees or at least causing direct conflict with protesters it is so bizarre it has actually it has it has completely changed how i think about iran like i now think that the whole iran thing they are the essential enemy and and maybe i you know this i just feel like they have revealed this iran thing as having been kind of a setup from the beginning that our fear of war with iran is not it, it's like gun rights like they're not having mass shootings so that they can take our guns away. They're threatening to take our guns away so they can do a bunch of other stuff, yeah, so they're scaring us with the idea of war against Iran so that other stuff can happen yeah, that's I now, and I've never thought that before. This is a big watershed because that Patrick Clawson thing we are in the job of making war with Iran. Why is that still there they, That's what they want me to believe, yeah. Right. And this is when you have to just – this is when you need to have the cocktail.
1: Right now? It's a little early. Yeah,
0: because it's my head is spinning. You're the not going to
1: sp- make it to the debate if you do this.
0: May, well, I might, I might have to take – have a nap and then round two. But Bernie no, Sanders. No, I never gonna, do that. Yeah. I never, ever. ever
1: Bernie <laughs> Sanders has a nap during every Democrat debate. He
0: just, <laughs> <laughs> during it in real time?
1: Yeah. Him hey, and Biden, they yeah. They have a nap off.
0: Young blood like Cory Booker.
1: Cory Booker's gone. I can't believe I it. I
0: know. Another one bites the dust. Yep. It's shocking. Hey, I want to talk about the Barr, uh, Bill Barr thing with that phone encryption. Oh, yeah. It was a cover story on the Wall Street Journal that said they're looking at these this shooting in Florida, the Saudi guys, and they, they want to know if he's con- if if they're, the guy who did it was conspiring with other people. And they want Apple to crack the code for them that my first thing is if he's conspiring with other people, that means it's been transmitted. But okay, so maybe they still need to get into the phone. They're saying Apple has not been helpful, as helpful as they could be. Now, one little line item that was buried is that they waited a month. Before even asking Apple, and I'm not sure how long ago this thing happened. So this could be like they just asked them and said, oh, well, we don't have it. But the whole upshot, the whole bottom line is that they, what Apple says, it's not believable, totally not believable, is that they don't have a backdoor ability, capability, because that would make everyone's phone vulnerable. There's no backdoor that can only be accessed by the good guys. So if you put a back door in, it makes everyone vulnerable and another little. So this was a callback to the Edward Snowden thing where Snowden said, you don't want everybody watching you. The not having a back door sounds like a good, excuse, a good answer, but it's not really the government does have a point. So what we need to do is just to be able to close apps and still maybe allow the government to do what it needs to do. In other words, let them do it, just you can't know about it yeah. kind of thing was how Snowden was saying. So what Barr is really asking is for them to build a backdoor into the everybody's phones. That's what yeah. they want. And then the the next level is, okay, so that makes everybody vulnerable, but the fact is the next level – Will be that they don't just use that backdoor subject to a warrant with spe- warrants with specificity that they're constantly asking for the ability to kind of blanket surveil groups of people or yeah. so they so you're going to get rid of the Fourth Amendment once you have the capacity to get rid of the Fourth Amendment and they're saying they don't have that capacity now I don't believe that but. Whatever. They need to paper this stuff up. So they make it look like there's a crisis because they have to bring it out in the open. It's just like what Edward Snowden's original goal was to say the USA Patriot Act doesn't allow for this stuff. So let's change the law. Yeah. And then he went and later said on Joe Rogan, isn't it funny how they just go change the law to accommodate the things they're doing? And it's like (laughs) that was your stock and trade, bro. Yeah. CIA guy.
1: So speaking of surveillance, I'm sure you saw the story about the Astros, yes. Major League Baseball.
0: Yes, I did.
1: Major League Baseball announced yesterday, last night, punishments to uh, to the Astros who got caught using a high-tech method of stealing signs. Stealing signs is as old as baseball. They got in trouble because of the technology right. and the way that they were doing that's it.
0: That's what they had to say. Yeah, I mean, that's why. Because the- – it's kind of part of the game. To I mean, isn't that part of the game? Absolute, steal stealing the signs? signs. is
1: Absolutely part of the game, and you
0: should be good at it. It's like you card should counting. Try to be good. I don't know it.
1: why they outlaw card counting. I don't know. Like, like, they even well, said because they
0: own the casino. That's yeah. why they aren't like card counting. But you couldn't outlaw it in in a friendly game. It says in think. the
1: report, it, it explicitly says that stealing just signs, tech. stealing signs, is not illegal. Right. And yes, it's just because of the technology, and it's like, it's like they had a little. And they're not the only ones. When you right, live in a that's world why it's not fair. where there is monitors everywhere, right. there's cameras watching absolutely everywhere yeah. and stealing signs and finding the best way to decode what right. the other team is saying, this is inevitable that it's going to happen. Right. All, it's
0: almost like they should have said this – like you, this is the case where we tell you you can't do that.
1: Yeah. Using, and those guys
0: got fired. The manager and the GM got fired. They got suspended by the league. Yeah. But they got fired by the owner, they, and yeah, I'll the tell owner you was face. why. I think that's bullshit. Because, well, it, go. finish, finish.
1: What what they did is they had a camera set up, and the they the camera that's in the outfield. They were tapping into that camera, and they were having it sent down to like a media room that they had right next to the right next to the dugout. And players can often go. I mean, sometimes there's there's uh, little monitors in the dugout. There used to be anyway, but the players could go in there, and they had a player in there, and they would try and decode what the Sent what the signals were, and then they would relay that out either via text or they'd have a runner come out there, and then they would relay it via a sign. So they use the high tech of the technology um, and the, the real time technology, and then they use the banging on the trash cans. As, yes, so that's it's a the signals thing, yeah. intelligence operation, is what right, they have right. on. It's a whole like espionage operation, and every team is doing it. They're going to be investigating more teams, and they will find that more teams are doing it, I'm certain.
0: This is where I got annoyed, though, is that Jim Crane fired those guys, the manager and the GM. Like, well, they maybe didn't start it, but they didn't finish it. There was an article. So this all came out in – the way it came out was in November 2019, a couple months ago. One of the pitchers who's no longer there – I think it was a pitcher – blew the whistle. Blew the whistle in the form of an exclusive article in The Athletic. Well, The Athletic – published an article in October 2018 saying the Astros are stealing signs and this is exactly how they're doing it. They talked about the garbage cans. They talked about everything. So for Jim Crane to say that he didn't know yeah, and those guys are getting fired, you know, that's uncool. Yeah. And I almost wonder if this was all kind of punishment for what happened in October 2019, which is one of their – I think the assistant – manager said like cursed in front of female reporters in defense of somebody who was like accused of domestic abuse they signed a
1: player who was accused of domestic abuse i think it was a really good i think it was a reliever and he did a good job and there was complaints about it and he was screaming i'm so effing happy we signed him because he helped them win and yeah, but a...
0: it was annoying that they say, oh, he was using profanity in front of female reporters. It's like <laughs> female reporters have to – there was a big controversy. They have to be able to go in the locker room with these guys naked or they can't be part of this industry. Yeah. You can't have it both ways. So I wonder if the Astros were getting their hands slapped for that. That guy got fired f- for that, but – I just can't figure out why this story in detail was mm. broken in October 2018. Yeah, it's a bit odd. And there. it didn't get this disproportionate and kind of unfair because everybody does it, like you say, and it was not crystal clear what the problem was yeah. until uh, a year and a month later. And if you, and I'm sure you have read the whistleblower thing, his. He, he goes too far he, with his all shuck stuff. There are young guys trying to come up in the league, and, and they can't get their fair shakes because if they don't cheat, they get sent back down. I was like, mm, really, that's what you're putting your career on the line for, buddy? I don't think so.
1: People are always looking for some sort of advantage in baseball, and technology, just like anything else, is going to add to the way they look for that. Here's what I think the best solution to it is. It won't be the solution, but it's impossible to stop this. It's impossible to stop this. When there's cameras everywhere, it's absolutely impossible. People are going to have cameras as contact lenses at some point. Mm-hmm.
0: So right, the way right,
1: right. to stop this is to make it legal and make it part of the game. Right. And so every team right. can do it, which will cause the catchers and pitchers to create a different way of communicating. Right. And that's how you that's the only way. Right. To- they'll
0: have to they'll have to do it in advance or whatever. Like they'll have to figure something out. That's yeah. different, or maybe it'll make it more interesting.
1: Possibly, and we're going to talk about. Well, it'll
0: make the catcher less important. Well, maybe not,
1: because developing different ways to communicate—that's that's that's going to be some high. Maybe then the next problem going to be that they're reading people's brain waves with the technology. I was thinking then they're they're going to start doing implants,
0: because I do think that like student athletics and stuff is on the cutting edge of surveillance. Those stadiums and stuff are having like phone tracking devices, and they're all talking about like, oh, we're trying to keep athletes on track and everything,
1: and healthy. They they monitor them with like. The way Yeah, I think stuff, it's just –
0: it's how they're – that's their entree into other stuff. So very interesting. Oh, but we're going to talk about this by coincidence. This is a very strange coincidence. A couple of months ago when that Astros thing first came out, so it was November, I tweeted it because I – when the Astros were going all the way, my husband's from Houston, and I was like, oh, what a coincidence. Hurricane Harvey's like, they're a great team. And I was like, yeah, but you know, on the margin, they can give an advantage to a team that they want winning. You know, it helps if they're great. So I tweeted when this came out, I was like, eh, eh you know, whatever. And somebody connects us with Brian Toohey, who's written numerous books on this, on fixing sports. So we set up an interview for today, just as. The other shoe dropped on the Astros scandal. So we're gonna do that shortly. We'll publish it as soon as possible, and then you can listen to that. So maybe we'll I'm sure we'll add a lot of interesting nuance to that story and other sports fixing stories.
1: Absolutely. I look forward to that. And you guys can find your drive time news blast every weekday afternoon at four PM on the properport.com or your favorite podcasting and platform. It's Share the Show Tuesday. Share the, the Tuesday. show
0: Tuesday. So please share the show. We wanna expand our reach we want to gin up some good buzz and we'll be able to offer more content if we have more listeners and consequently more supporters we want to get up higher so not just share but how about a good review so share it on your social media give us a review where's the best place for them to write something nice
1: itunes Find the propaganda report. You can find it at our website, thepropreport.com. And you can click on the iTunes and you can write, leave us a message there. Uh, nice review makes us feel good, helps us show up higher in the rankings.
0: Yes. Share That's it great. with
1: one friend, at least. Yes. See if you can Agreed. change your life. We can change your life together. <laughs> and we will talk to you guys tomorrow.